Welcome back to season two of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast, equipping you to successfully pursue the college of your dreams. We believe everyone deserves to reach their full potential and the admissions process shouldn't hold you back. As I continue working with teens, one of the surprising things that I'm discovering consistently is that there are some critical foundational elements that are going to lead to success later on that really need to be learned much earlier than when I generally work with the teens. So I do early college prep. I work with students starting as young as seventh grade, sometimes even sixth grade, but most of my students are from eighth grade to 10th grade, and then a fairly substantial percentage, maybe 30, 35%, are 11th graders or just finished their 11th grade year because that's when they started realizing that they needed college prep support, and that's when they found me, and that's when we got started working together. But most of my clients are somewhere between grade 8 and grade 10, and we do early college prep. And we do at that age, I think everyone knows, because we figure out your core values, core values lead to community impact, and that's something that takes some time. Building your impact that's grounded in your core values, aligns with your core values, is something that you know requires that you begin a little bit earlier, you start small, build momentum over time. All right. So I think most of you who are listening to this podcast, or at least if you listen to me regularly, you know that that's my age group, that's what I work with. But what I'm referring to today is that age group that's younger than eighth grade, substantially younger, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, sometimes even younger than fourth grade, but we'll call it maybe fourth grade. And the idea here is that No, college prep, as most people think of it, does not begin when you're nine or 10 years old. The idea of kind of picking your your school list and figuring out, you know, what what your major is going to be or anything like that, that kind of college prep is what I consider to be college applications. That's the stuff you do at the very end. I don't even do that with my grade eight through grade 10 students. But what I do with my students is work on their core values and then the way that they impact their community in a positive way that aligns with those core values. What I've discovered as we do that is that many of the character traits that they learned before they turned 12, 13, 14, 15 years old continue to enhance their ability to perform or to get in the way of their ability to perform, to undermine that ability. So what are we talking about? in teaching the Ivy League Challenge, but even before that, because I taught high school on three different continents, I've taught all of the different curricula, which I think everyone here listening knows, I've taught IB, MYP, DP, I've taught A-levels, APs, honors classes, regular classes, I've taught college, I've taught high school, I've taught middle school. So I've taught a lot. And I've taught on three different continents, in public schools, in private schools, in international schools. But I've discovered over all this time that there are some learnable character traits And perhaps it's better said, learnable mindsets and skills that really make a difference in the success and the confidence and the happiness of teens once they get to me. But the teen years are hard, right? There are a lot of changes happening at that time. So right during that transition period into teenage years, there are a lot of changes in social expectations. There are changes in the way your body is growing, all the hormones that are being released and flowing through the body all kinds of even brain development, your ability to think about yourself and understand yourself and the world around you changes. 
everything is changing very quickly and all at once. And that's a hard time to take risks and do things that might be scary. There's so many things changing all around you that you want some security, you want some stability by that time. And so in my opinion, by the time these kids are in middle school or high school, it's unfair to ask them to begin developing in these critical areas. Okay, think about not just the changes that are happening to them in, and within them in their physical bodies and their surroundings, but the classes are harder. They're more self-conscious. There's a bigger academic gap to fill if they haven't filled that gap already. They have a less flexible environment. And over time, they're becoming less flexible themselves. They're, they're becoming less plastic, right? Less moldable. So just like, in my opinion, it is not more stressful to begin music training early on, right? If you want to be a great musician, it's a good idea to begin training early. And we do that not because it's stressful, but because it's meaningful. And yes, the practice, the doing of the scales and practicing and holding the bow correctly or holding your fingers in the right position, all of that is painful as we practice to a certain degree, but that small consistent pain is so meaningful as we develop the skills and become a musician. We know that as we work hard, it leads to better performance and we can be more productive. We can be proactive. If we want to be able to perform this piece, we can put in the work and get to the point where we can perform that piece. We have the skills, the mindset, the ability to do great things. In other words, my contention is that some things are just easier when we begin earlier. And not only that, I strongly believe that not only does beginning earlier enhance your performance, it improves your ability and your likelihood of succeeding, but your confidence, your happiness, and all the rest of this, you know, the parts of you that make you who you are also improve. And so in my opinion, the fact that you are listening to this podcast, whether you are a teen, a preteen, a parent, a teacher, or someone else who mentors or works with teenagers or preteens in some way, that tells me that you are awesome. Okay, my podcast is not designed to entertain you. It's designed to give you skills and a new way of thinking, insights that empower you to do the hard things so that you can actually have a better life over time. And I feel strongly that for you, if you're younger than say grade seven, grade eight, when you're going to join the Ivy League Challenge, or if you have kids who are younger than that age, these are some of those foundational pieces that you need to develop. And we don't have time in this podcast, but I'm going to invite you to join a masterclass where I'm going to spend a lot more time going through these. The three things that I think are absolutely critical, the foundational pieces, foundational mindsets, and skill development that are necessary to lead a very healthy, happy middle school lifetime, right? That, that pre-teen transition period that transitions into teenage years so that you can continue on to be even more confident, more happy, do more meaningful things, we need, first of all, a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. So often I see that success early on in life ends up being a curse because these children who succeed very early on begin to believe if we're not careful, those of us who guide them, if we're not careful, they can begin to believe that their worth comes from their success, that their worth as a human being comes from the fact that they're better than all the other kids at this thing that they're very good at that can go on to really damage them because the world is changing. As they grow up, they will be asked to make changes, to learn new skills, to challenge themselves in new ways. And that's just as they change. The world is changing even if they don't. So once they do get to adulthood, the world will continue to evolve and continue to change. So many of the jobs that exist today 
did not exist just 10 years ago. And it's hard to imagine what school might be like, what college might be like. It may be radically different in 10 years compared to what it is today, but certainly the job market in 10 years or 15 years will be dramatically different than it is today. And so being super comfortable because you're really good at a thing that you do right now as a young child can get in the way. If you begin to believe that being good at something is what gives you value, then you start to overemphasize being good at that thing and it leaves you inflexible. It makes it so that you're not willing to take risks because inevitably, if you try something new, you're going to be bad at that thing first before you get good at it. And if you're afraid of being bad at something because you've developed a fixed mindset, you believe that your worth depends on being great at something, then you're going to hide the fact that you're scared to try new things and you'll find excuses and, and so on. All right. So ironically, that effort to become great early on can then be an impediment to your success, a barrier to your success later on. The antidote is a growth mindset. The idea, the mindset that it's not your intelligence, it's not your innate greatness that makes you great at this thing. It's your willingness to be bad at it and then work at it and slowly over time improve that led you to be great at this thing. And if you apply that same process of being bad at something and then slowly improving over time, you can be great at something else as well. That shift in perspective is critical to have fully formed before these children become preteens or be before they become teenagers, before they shift during that kind of transition period. I also think that it's critical to fill foundational gaps. You know, I, I think about when I learned about Picasso, I, it was in college actually, when I learned about Picasso in this way, I saw for the first time some of his art from when Picasso was a young boy. And it was phenomenal. It blew me away how accurately he could portray, like a photograph, these incredible paintings that he did. And it wasn't until I saw his work as a young man, as a boy even, and then later on hear what he said about his art that I began to believe that actually I don't know what I'm looking at when I see art. Because his later work that's so full of creativity and whatever else breaks all the rules, he is qualified to tell me that he can break these rules because I know that he understood the rules early on. The work that he produced as a young boy is plenty evidence that he is an outstanding artist. And later on, and of course, everyone knows that Picasso is, is an outstanding artist. We can all trust his creativity and his art sense. But the idea that I'm hoping gets across here is the fact that those fundamentals are critical first before we lead to creativity, before we lead to stepping outside of the box. We understand the box and all of its restrictions before we step out and realize that the box is unnecessary. And for many children, those foundational pieces of mathematics, of reading, of writing, and other critical thinking ideas, those are things that we have to learn one step at a time and consistency rules the day. A piece of advice that I've heard from a violin teacher that I thought was phenomenal, she said that a practicing violinist is a happy violinist. And I would argue that a practicing student is a happy student. We fill those gaps with consistent effort. So we do the math worksheets and we do the reading and writing. We do those things on a daily basis. If we don't love it, we just do a little bit every day, but we do it every day. If we love it, we do a lot every day because it's fun. Why not? And we're getting better and better as we go experiencing that mastery. And finally, the ability to pursue your interests, the curiosity. So often as parents, we encourage greatness and we encourage the foundational elements and all the things that I just described. And we can lose track of the natural excitement, the natural interests 
the natural proclivities that our children have towards things that, that they're interested in. And if we can encourage our children to ask more questions and take them seriously when they ask these questions, if we can encourage our children to be more curious, and if we as parents can step back and observe, right? Watch, because they're sending clues all the time, really loud clues, if we're just paying attention. If we can pay attention and see, oh, they really are drawn to this. Let me see if I can create new opportunities that allow him or her, my child, that allow my child to be surrounded by this a little bit more and see if she continues to be drawn to this. And if, if we as parents can provide that kind of support, then we replace desperation with curiosity. And that curiosity is going to take our children much further than the desperation ever would. I am super excited to share in much greater detail in a masterclass all three of these ideas and a couple more as well. I do all of my masterclasses in my Facebook group. So if you're not in the group, join it today. The Facebook group is called Parents of Ambitious Teens, Personal Growth and Healthy College Prep. You can register for this masterclass by going to the Facebook group and registering there. You can also register directly by going to TILC, which stands for the Ivy League Challenge. That's TILC.TO forward slash preteen. TILC.TO forward slash preteen. That's P R E T E E N. All right, you can go directly there and register. Please feel free to join us and feel free to bring your preteens if they're interested. I wouldn't worry too much about it. I'll be speaking mostly to the parents. So where I normally speak to teens and their parents together, this one is for the younger years, right? Before they get to that, that period. And the masterclass may not be that exciting for them, but if you think it might be, feel free to bring them along. That masterclass will be held on February 21st, 2023 at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Music for this episode came from We Are Here by Declare P. I'm Steve Gardner. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with a friend. Thanks for listening.